You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. board of smashing, smoking, smitten, smiling smirkers. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 119. And of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your school of scone scoffing scallywag scholars. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. And I'm back. You are back. What yeah. did you guys do when I was gone? We talked about <gasps> breastfeeding, <gasps> which was at, which was kind of related. I'm going to need to know a lot yeah, about that. Exactly. Yeah, or not me to our personally. Episode, yeah. Last episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. You need okay. to look up. Actually, if uh, this will be a little test, do you know what witch's milk is, Chris? Um. Yes. Yeah. Is you it, do? Is it, wait. 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 Is it? Is it like milk from a woman who like isn't pregnant? Like, that was. No. That was. That was kind of oh. my guess. No. Yeah. That's not no. What it is, what is it? It is a. Uh, Sometimes when the baby is born, yeah. the baby will have breast milk in the <gasps> baby breast. In the baby? Yeah. yeah. That's clearly a witch. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz Hot Shot. Here I have a random Trivial Pursuit card, and you guys have your morning zoo radio, radio zoo buzzers ready. Here we go. First question, blue wedge for geography. What drink's Gaelic name means water of life? Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, sorry, whoa, whoa. sorry. Chris. Whiskey. Correct. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is whiskey. All right. Pink wedge for pop culture. Who was the only American member of the Monty Python comedy troupe? Uh, Colin. Uh, that's Terry Gilliam. Yes, Terry Gilliam. Also filmmaker. Yes, mm-hmm. of some note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say, you guys. <laughs> I just want to let you know. <laughs> Not to take anything away from Colin. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> Yellow Wedge, who left her dog named Trouble $12 million in her will? Oh, Colin. Uh, I think this is Leona Helmsley. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I don't know who that is. The the queen of mean. Yes. She was uh, heiress to our, our own uh, hotels, yeah, right? Primarily, I think that's where. Yeah, real estate, hotels, yes. apartments, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. fascinating Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> Dana approved. Yeah. Um, note here says a judge reduced the amount to from twelve million to two million. Yeah, okay. the dog didn't have very good lawyers, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. His dog name is Trouble. <laughs> all right, purple wedge. What American pop star wrote the children's book The English Roses? American. Oh, 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 oh it's Dana. Oh, oh. Madonna? Correct. Oh, yeah. Madonna. Okay. All right, Green Wedge for science? <laughs> Multiple choice. About how often do sloths poop? Wow. Oh. This is, poop is, is printed this on this card. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Once a day, uh huh. Once a week, or once a month. Ooh. Colin, one once a month. Incorrect. Oh. I, yeah. I'm sad that continuously was not one of the. <laughs> <laughs> He's pooping right now. Chris, once a week. Once a week. Okay. Yeah, because if it was once a day, yeah, then like, I could be on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could be a sloth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's maybe that's why you move so slow. It's yeah. only once a week. Right, right, right. Yeah. He's like, I'm coming. Yeah, hang yeah, on, yeah. hang on. Oh, we could 
He could poop more. Yeah. <laughs> but once a week. Uh, it doesn't say how long he poops for. That's, right, what, right. that's the next right, question. Yeah, right, right. Six, six days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it starts yeah. once a week. Yeah. It starts once a yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Orange Wedge. Ooh, we had this question before in Pub Trivia. Who was the first African-American head coach to win a Super Bowl? Oh. Yeah. Colin. Uh, I, <laughs> and Colin, then as now, was the only person who knew. Who even could venture, I guess. I believe that is Tony Dungy. Correct. Uh, note here says, Dungy's Colts beat the Bears 29-17 in Super Bowl XLI. Which is what? 41? Yes. Sure. Yes. yes. Oh, XLI. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at ten, me with the Roman numerals. 10 less than 50 plus 1. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. But the Romans, they just, they were probably really good at adding and subtracting because they had to do it constantly. All the time. It's like, let's see, L minus X. <laughs> French time, too. French numbers. Yes. Also, lots of, lots of lots addition. Of like, sub- oh, yeah, subtraction. Uh, especially yeah, with yeah. time. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. like, what? I don't you just, yeah. Four just read out the numbers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. All right. Good job, brains. This week, we're in the middle of summer. Lots of people are traveling. Lots of people are doing their family vacation. We thought we would dedicate this episode to uh, traveling, tourism, uh, vacation mm-hmm. hotspots. So this week, we're hitting the road. So our first stop in this uh, tourism-themed episode, our first stop is in Australia. And here I have a lovely package, a letter here from Jason from Australia who sent us a care package uh, filled with Aussie goodies. And uh, Mm -hmm. here, let me read part of his letter. He says, Dear Karen, Dana, Colin, and Chris, firstly, you guys are great, and thank you. Every week you bring joy into my day and my walks from the moment the GJB jingle hits my ears. I'm having a great time, and there's a spring in my step. Uh, it really means a great deal to me, and I appreciate all the work you guys put in making a fantastic show. Which leads me to the care package from Sydney, Australia. So here we have a big care package from Jason Excellent. filled with... uh. We we have like a little stuffed kangaroo, some Australia magnets, and also plenty of Australian candy. Oh. Lots of Australian. Uh, candy. We're not going to do a taste test, uh, but let me just kind of walk through. It all tastes good. Probably it all tastes good. Yeah. Um, some special... we only taste gross candies. Up yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't taste good. Ones. Nobody tunes in to hear us saying, "Oh, it's pretty good." Uh, yeah. What what awesome they're, chocolate thing? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're here for the train wreck or nothing. Yeah, they're here for pain. A large percentage of this care package is filled with Tim Tams. Yes. Yeah. A lot of us are familiar with Tim Tams. Uh, definitely an Australian specialty. It's a... It's sort of like a twist. Yeah. It's not, candy-like. It's, it's not... Yeah. Right. That's probably not, the closest a, American equivalent. Right. Like a cookie-ish sort of layer with chocolate all around it and then other stuff in there, too. So you can just eat Tim Tams. And that's fine. I cast no judgment <laughs> on you whatsoever if you simply decide to eat the Tim Tam. But what one of my Australian friends taught me, and what I believe Jason encouraged us to do yes. in, the, in the letter. Yes. Let, yeah, let us introduce this great right. tradition. The Tim Tam Slam! Yeah! Boosh! Intro. It's, you, it sounds yes. intense. Yeah. So um, we're going to make Colin do it. Okay. And uh, so this is this is how you do a Tim Tam Slam. 
you take the Tim Tam, which is a rectangular, imagine a rectangular about the size of like, it's about the size of a centimeter high stack of business cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or and like then, a hotel soap. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Tim Tam is about the size of a hotel soap. You bite off one corner, just a little bit, and then you bite off the opposite diagonal corner, just a little bit, and then you, you place it into coffee. You, you stick one of the bitten off corners into coffee as if you were gonna, like, a, use it like a straw. Uh-huh. And then you suck up coffee into the Tim Tam. Which so is but let me tell chocolate you. Chocolate cookie straw. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It will fall apart. But importantly, the Tim Tam will hold its structural integrity together. Once you have filled it up with coffee by means of inhaling the coffee into it, uh-huh. you can pop the whole thing into your mouth. And from there upon, it will explode into <laughs> creamy, chocolatey, coffee, cookie goodness. I'm down. It just, it, I mean, it renders it almost like drinking something. Like, yeah, it's, it's like so, a, you don't have to work like your mouth and chew it. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's very, very it's, good. Very strange. I like that. So, a hot milkshake. That's Jason good, has yeah. sent us many different flavors yes. of Tim Tam oh. with which to do this. Salted caramel to me as a Tim Tam Slam veteran. Uh-huh. I don't want to say veteran. Uh-huh. Pro-am. Okay. <laughs> is probably the, the best one to do. Okay. I think it would taste really good with right, coffee. Let's do it. And here, just in case something uh, bad yes. happens. I think I will need some napkins. Thank yes. you. Okay. So, so, Colin, if you do it right, you won't need napkins. Okay. And so here's the oh. thing. Okay. So again, make sure that this that this uh, this diagonal corner you've now kind of created uh-huh. is fully immersed into the coffee. Okay. All right. Then here's the really important part. Uh huh. As soon as you will know when the coffee has gone all the way through. As okay. soon as coffee goes into your mouth. Get whole the whole thing, thing slam into your it mouth. in. All right. Slam it in. Here we go. Uh-huh. Chew okay. it just wait right. for it. To... I verified it's not yep. a hotel soap. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. That was a lot faster than I thought. <laughs> Couldn't even get a picture of it. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, yeah right? Is, huh? It's like a hot milkshake. That shake. is really good. And it, it, it was way faster than I thought. Mm. I, I'm going to have to suck on this thing for a It was a like one second. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Tim Tam Slam. There you go. Okay. Australian favorite. So I've noticed, I don't know if this is a super... Now that you're nourished. Now yeah, that I'm nourished and, some, and yeah. more caffeinated and uh, sugar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Whew, it's a little hot in here, huh? <laughs> I've noticed uh, recently in the last few years, I don't know if this is just like a, a social media thing. I guess it kind of has to be. But, you know, when people will go on a trip now, sometimes their only update, you know, will just be like... SFO, Aero, LAX. It's a thing. And, yeah. you know, oh, okay. I, I've yeah. probably done it myself. With an airplane emoji. Right, right. Oh, okay. Or it's, you know, it's fun if you have like a multi-stop, you know, connection of like three or four airports. And it's just, it's a thing. And if, you know, you know your airport codes, you know what city the person's talking about. So, like, in that example I just gave, mm. it's pretty straightforward, I think. It's San Francisco, SFO, and and Los Angeles, LAX. Mm-hmm. So when we do these three-letter codes, like, that's a very specific thing, all right? And I have put together a quiz for you guys Whoa. around yes. the IATA codes, the International Air Transport Association. Uh-oh. I love it. I know Karen in particular <laughs> loves yeah. I don't these. know why. Like, there's something, uh, just three-letter, I don't know. You've I don't... made awesome, like, puzzles before yeah. that oh, had yeah, them. that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like... This is really a Karen Colin talking right. to each other segment. <laughs> <laughs> He's like PDX. I didn't know that one. Some of these are yeah. really obscure. I mean, uh, you okay. know, they're for every major airport in the world. Okay. No, no, no. I didn't put any of the obscure ones on my quiz. Okay. So I tried to keep this, uh, make this fun for everybody here. Sure, I think sure. these, <laughs> we'll these are all we'll guess, guessable. Some of them may be <laughs> a little more obscure, but for the most part, I think they're guessable. Uh, so I mean, yeah. So these codes go back to the to the 30s. Actually, it was when they really kind of started in earnest and. 
and before then, like a lot of airports had two-digit codes, and some of the old two-digit codes, when they converted over to three-digit codes, they just added an X on the end. So like LAX was originally just LA, and mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense for like you know international. Like I kind of it just made sense of it that way. Uh, I, I found out that Phoenix, which is PHX, seems to work perfectly. Originally was just PH. <laughs> it just happens to be a, a very nice coincidence that the town already ends in the letter X. So here we go. This is the airport code quiz, a.k.a. why Newark got shafted. We'll we'll come back around to that at the end. All right. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to keep the listeners interested. Uh, So we'll start with some uh, American cities here. Uh, PDX, for instance. (laughs) We just talked about this one. Portland. Portland. Yes, that is. Portland, Oregon. What is DFW? Oh, Chris. Dallas-Fort Worth. Yes, Mm. that's right. Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. uh, Oh, Texas. Yes. Sure. What is ANC? ANC. This is a major American city. Hmm. A lot of these, you know, it's shortened. They'll just take the first few letters of the city name is a very common tactic. What city can you... Chris? Uh, is this Anchorage, Alaska? It is Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, yes, yes. Very good. All right, let's go, uh, go a little more international. Keep in mind, sometimes they may be named after the city. Sometimes it may be named after a person. All right, we'll start off with some easy ones here. What city is M-A-D? Chris. Oh. Is this Madrid, it Spain? It is Madrid, yeah. Spain. Man! What city is P-R-G? P-R-G. Karen. Prague. Yes, Prague, the Czech Republic. All right, a little more tricky here. What city is M-U-C? Dana. Is this Munich? It is Munich, yes. Muck. Muck. Uh, What city is V-C-E? Also in Europe. Dana. Venice. It is Venice. What city is S-A-O? Dana again. Oh, is this Europe, you said? No, this no, one is in South Sao America. Paulo. It is Sao Paulo, yeah. Brazil. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So as I mentioned, some of these are named after people. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you the next few here. And mm-hmm. uh, it, if you know the person, it'll be pretty obvious uh, what yeah. country we're in. Uh, what city is CDG? Oh. Karen. <laughs> Paris for Charles de Gaulle. Absolutely yeah. right. Until 2006, this city went by the code CKS. Karen again. Oh, Chiang Kai-shek Airport, yes, Taipei, Taiwan. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now TPE. Now TPE. All right, back to some city name ones here. What city is D-E-L? Dana. Is it Delhi? It is in India, yes. New, New Delhi. Delhi. New oh, Delhi. That's right, in Gandhi Airport. All right, a couple of these are good trivia ones. You may just know these or not. What city is NRT? Karen? Uh, Tokyo, Japan. It's for Narita. Yes, Narita, right. What city is P-E-K? Chris. Beijing. It is Beijing, because it was known in the West as... Peking. When it was originally named, yes. All right. What city is Y-Y-Z? Karen. No, never mind. I know. I know it's in Canada. It is the, the busiest. It's the busiest airport Toronto. in Canada. Yes, Toronto. Y Y Z, the Lester Pearson International Airport. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a weird one, but a good one to know. Yeah. yeah. All Canadian airports are with Y. Right. You bring up a good point, which is that every country will sometimes have their own restrictions on what is and isn't allowed inside the country. So, in fact, this brings us back to why Newark got shafted. Uh, in the U.S., uh, there are some reserved letters. The Navy has all N letter codes reserved. Oh, okay. Uh, so if your city starts with the letter N in the U.S., you had to shift to something else. Okay. There are some other reserved codes. Uh, the FCC has K and W reserved. Okay. okay. So 
of your city starts with K and W, you have to switch to something else. So this is why, if you've ever flown in or out of Newark International Airport and have wondered why it's EWR, it's because they had to sort of shift it in. So it's like, Newark, you know, they lost the N. Good job, guys. I think you got every single one of those. Very continental. Okay, did you guys hear about PayPal Galactic? Have you heard of that? No. 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 Is that real? Yeah, it's a new thing uh, PayPal is doing for space tourism. Like, So you could do banking in space. You could protect <laughs> okay, your investments. Okay. Who wants to have paper money and coins? Not me. When they're in space. Yeah, you want digital money. Okay, I guess that makes sense, yeah. So PayPal, uh, one of the PayPal founders, Elon Musk, is also involved with uh, SpaceX, which is a new, a privatized cargo shipping business in space. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of, like, test flights and stuff over the last year or so, right? What are they shipping? Uh, Stuff to the International Space (laughs) Station. So I'm going to talk about space tourism. Is that the burgeoning business of privatized... Inter, not intergalactic, just basically like... <laughs> just, just the one just, galaxy. Just, just so leaving... <laughs> Intragalactic. Intra, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Start leaving small. the surface of the Earth. Interstellar maybe a, travel. How about that? That's between stars, yeah, right? I think, I think yeah. even that's an overstatement, right? <laughs> yeah. oh, We're just getting off the planet a bit. Yeah, right. yeah. Right, right. Off the planet more than plane travel. <laughs> it's gathering a lot of momentum lately, this uh, space tourism thing. There's new Virgin Galactic... Is, yeah, I've heard of that. They're building a, a launch pad in New Mexico. Oh, right, it's right. almost done right now. They're going to start, I think, at the end of the year or early next year. They're going to start doing Virgin Galactic flights for $200,000 a seat. Wow. If you're Whoa. interested. How long is the trip? How That's, long is the ride? I mean, that that opens it up to a lot of people. That does. I yeah. mean, yeah. You just, I mean, you have to be wealthy but it's and like, not yeah. super wealthy. Right. So it's a 150-minute flight, and they take you about 62 miles up. And you will have six minutes of zero gravity. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That um, actually does sound really cool. Yeah. But, for, but, for but the like drink service of- is going to be terrible. <laughs> I know. Well, they, they do have a bar. When you come back down, there's a, yeah. pi- a, space, a, special, <laughs> yeah, a special bar for people who have taken the flight. But if you have a little more money to spend, maybe like $20 million. A little more. Yeah. You can actually uh, go on a flight with on the Russian uh, spaceships to the International Space Station yeah, for about five a, days. They've had a few yeah. people, right? They have had a few people do it yeah it's really starting to like become a thing amazon's working on one for right now they're really you go up in space and come back down in the same place right it's like more of like a, a pleasure cruise it's not like a travel right well yeah yeah exactly you're it's not like go, you're not going anywhere right yeah well you're traveling out of yeah out of yeah not to downplay six minutes of zero when G, the, I'm not when the russians to, yeah. shoot you into space you don't come back down in the same place you come back down Somewhere. Oh, I try okay. to get down. Yeah. It's not random. <laughs> yeah. They like, know where it's going to yeah. land. Yeah. It's, like, like, it's a long trip and then you're, yeah. you're not can, going anywhere. Can yeah. you give so them another million dollars and then they'll tell you where you're going to land? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 But the Virgin Galactic, yes, it's up and down. What do you do when you're up there? That's you, my question. You look at space. You're in space. Oh, okay. So you can see out. <laughs> you look out the yeah. window and look at space. Yeah. You yeah. can see it. Yeah. You can see the horizon. And you don't have to wear really weird, like. Oh, no, that you're wearing a suit. Oh, you have to wear a suit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So why is this happening? It really has to do with NASA. NASA not being funded anymore. They're trying Mm. to privatize space travel. So NASA is like, oh, we'll work with a private company if you do it. So private enterprise is like, oh, yes, we will make you a spaceship. And we'll also try to figure out how to market this to people. And we'll pay you. Yeah. NASA. 
to help yeah. us out. Mm-hmm. Within the last couple of years, there is a, I wouldn't say renewed interest, but there is a, more interest in space with, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson and with mm-hmm. the Curiosity rover and it's becoming more in people's brains. Yeah. I've been watching Cosmos, so I got really <laughs> into space. That's why I was like, oh, space tourism sounds interesting. Space! <laughs> Travel! All right, so you guys all know I'm a geography nut, and uh, during the summertime is where a lot of people go to a lot of uh, island destinations, mm-hmm. island hot spots. Sure. And I don't know if you guys are like me, but I there are a lot of island destinations that I've heard of. I was like, oh, of course, I know so much about this, but I have no idea where it actually is. So here I have a quiz I'm going to call Lonely Island. And what I'm going to do is name a famous island destination, and you guys have notepads in front of you. So I need two pieces of information for you guys. I need to know what body of water the island is in, and also if it is a country by itself or a part of another country. Okay. Okay. All right. right. So, for example, I would say Crete. Crete Mm. is an island. And it is in the Mediterranean mm-hmm. Sea, and yeah. it is part of Greece. Oh, right. I would have gotten that right. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that's why it's an example. I'm a little yeah. worried. Like, if, the, if yeah. these are ones that Karen doesn't know, I feel... Uh... Like, I've heard of these before. I just have no idea okay. where it right. actually is. All right. All right. right. Going to have some wildly incorrect answers right. here. All right. First one. Easter Island. Oh, okay. Where is Easter Island? Is it part of a country, or is it its own country? Easter Island, of course, famous for uh, the face statues, the monumental statues called Moai, M-O-A-I. Which means giant head. Oh, really? <laughs> no, 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 yes. I just oh, made okay. that up. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen them on a lot of shows and different yeah. imagery of those big Easter Island heads. Yeah, yeah. Where is Easter Island? All right, and sirs, up. <laughs> well, Chris drew a picture of a bunny in the water that is incorrect. Part of a country. Part of a country. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dana. Oh, put... you know what? Now I'm thinking about the. I think I was thinking of the thinking Galapagos of... Oh. Island, oh. <laughs> but I said it was off the coast of South America. I think it's in the Atlantic, and it's part of a country. Uh, I put South Pacific, and I think it's independent, but I kind of hedged my answer. <laughs> I put independent. Formerly Dutch? See, this wow. is the thing. We know what Easter Island yeah. is famous for, but we have no idea where it is. It is in the Pacific okay. Ocean. Pacific Ocean, and it's part of Chile. Mm. Oh. It is South America. Okay. Mm. It is South yeah. America, okay. uh, part of Chile. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, Dana, you mentioned this. The next one, Galapagos Island. Where is Galapagos? Of course, famous for Darwin's destination on the HMS Beagle. Lots of lizards and tortoises. Finches. Uh, answers up. Chris says Pacific. Dana says Atlantic. Atlantic. Colin says Pacific. It is Pacific Ocean. Uh, and it is not its own country. Uh, it is off the coast of Ecuador yeah. and part of Ecuador. So Colin is right. Wow. Next island or group of islands is the Seychelles. Seychelles. Always heard about Seychelles, but where is it? I don't know anything about islands <laughs> at all. You've heard of these. I was like, where is it? I don't know. Yeah, that's not knowing things, though. <laughs> that's having heard of things. <laughs> 
Sea she she sells seashore, seashells seashore. by the seashore, but which seashore? <laughs> All right, answers up. Body of water. Chris says Atlantic. Dana says Mediterranean Sea, and Colin says Indian. It is in the Indian nice. Ocean. It is above Madagascar, so okay. it is on the eastern uh, off the side of Africa. And it is its own country, so it's, it's all independent. Right. Great. We, we all got it. That part. Yep. All right, next one. Next Lonely Island. Bali. Where is Bali? Oh. And is it its own country or not? Famous recently for uh, Eat, Pray, Love uh-huh. was one of the destinations, which hiked up tourism, actually, for Bali. Answers... Up, Chris says Pacific own country. Dana says Pacific independent, and Colin says Indian and Indonesia. Uh, some of you guys are right, some of you guys are wrong. It is in the Pacific, and it is part of Indonesia. Ah, cool. Joint answer, somewhat correct. Somewhat correct. (laughs) All right, Christmas Island. Oh, man. Where is Christmas Island? It's called Christmas Island because it was discovered on Christmas Day. Also, fun fact about this place. Lots of coconut crabs running around on Christmas Island. Mm. <laughs> Just chilling. Answers up. Colin, you put Atlantic and Dutch. Dana says Pacific, part of a country. And Chris says North Pole, part of Santa's workshop. <laughs> uh, nice. Chris is incorrect. Dang oh. it. Christmas Island is in the Pacific Ocean, and it is an Australian territory. Uh, Fun fact, the majority of the population is Chinese-Australian. Really? Yeah, because it is uh, kind of between Indonesia and Uh, Australia. Okay. Hmm. Part of Australia. Lots of of Chinese people. Hmm. Okay, next one. Party Island, Ibiza. Oh. Or Ibiza. Ibiza. Oh, God. Where is it? It's on an ocean. What body of water is it in? Okay, I thought you were. Here we go. Answers up. Colin says Atlantic, Spain. Dana says Mediterranean, Spain. And Chris says Atlantic, Spain. Dana's correct. It is in the mm. Mediterranean. Oh. It was like 50-50. Part I'm like, where is it? Spain. That's why I was like, is it an ocean? And she said body of water. And I was like, water. Mm-hmm. I, I did the reverse <laughs> psychology. Yeah. All Be right. That. One of our favorite ones, Lonely Islands, Canary Islands. Where are the Canary Islands? We always talked about how is not actually named after the bird canary. It's named after dogs because of canis, canine. But where is the Canary Islands? Okay. Answers up. Colin says Atlantic, Spain. Uh, Dana says Atlantic, independent. And Chris says Caribbean, British. Lots of islands are Caribbean and well, British. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Not this one. Oh, no. Colin is correct. Atlantic. It's off the coast of Morocco and is part of Spain. Uh, okay. All right, last one. We're not doing so good. <laughs> it's We're hard not- in the writing ones because you can't just not buzz in. You actually have, have to, to like yes. proclaim your ignorance <laughs> yeah. for all to see. Last one. The Maldives. Oh, Maldives. Yeah, where are the Maldives? Heard of it before. Where is it? And is it independent or part of a country? 
everybody, yeah. everybody looks let me <laughs> let me just in advance uh, apologize to the what i'm sure the good people of the maldives <laughs> i'm i'm so sorry one person there who listens to us it's like right. they don't even know where i am i'm <laughs> so sorry so. they'll never What's have the a meetup of... here well what what there was that old of oh, malta maltese oh, okay malta. sorry yeah. yes well, so, so I yeah. for sure got this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Colin says South Pacific independent. Dana says Mediterranean independent. And Chris says surface on the moon, Chinese. <laughs> uh, Maldives is the smallest Asian country in huh. both population and land area. So it is independent. Um, and it is island nation in uh, the Laccadive Sea or uh, Indian Ocean and Arabian Sea. Okay. So a couple choices there. Okay. Uh, southwest off the coast of India. It's okay. Country by itself. Okay. But Great. the smallest Asian country by area and by population. So it's a good good. It's good to know like the, the extremes. Yeah. yeah smallest, yeah. biggest. Yeah. Well, um, I want to say good job, guys, but it wasn't. <laughs> but a good it job. wasn't a good some job. Some of us got some of them. I mean, so I got, we will not be having the next meetup in the Maldives, as you say. I think <laughs> I got a piece of every question right. Okay, okay, all right. that's good. That's good. It was all fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dana's fifty-fifty tour guide company. <laughs> it, it could be this. At the time, we get you there yeah. every time. It's like the it's like the Grenada and the Grenada thing. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean that's one of the things with. Is there's so many island nations yeah. um, and and islands that are part of nations and they're just I mean I could have had some deep cuts in here but I mean these are <laughs> yeah. these are islands we have all heard of but yeah. we just have no yeah. idea where it is I don't even know where to begin to guess some of these so mm-hmm. um, you know. For geography nuts, make sure you brush up on your on your islands. Right. Well, and this this will help us on those nights when you're not there for pub quiz, Karen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Average job, guys. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know. I didn't know no. where a lot of no, 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 it's not all sunshine and roses. on good job, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's recoup. Let's uh, take a break uh, for a word from our sponsor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back this week on Good Job Brain. We're uh, talking about tourism and traveling the world. Yes, and let's let's take a trip now. How about okay. that? All right. I'd like to take you going? not to space. I I have prepared for us a trip to various countries around the world, a real world tour in our in our hot air balloon. However, something terrible has happened to the itinerary. Oh, no. Uh, someone, I'm not naming names, probably Carmen San Mateo, from jail, 
decided She's to... She's got connections. <laughs> she, yeah, she has people on the inside and the outside. Ruin all right, my travel itinerary for us, and it's all jumbled up, and I don't know where we're supposed to be going. Oh. Not only did she jumble up all of the letters of our destinations, but oh. then... She took the words that resulted from jumbling up the letters and switched each of those to their opposite. So what? Okay. So I'm going to give you guys a word. Then you have to figure out what the opposite of that word is, and then once you figure that out, oh. you have to anagram those letters wow. into Got the it. place we okay. are going. Okay. So here is the example. I'm using this as the example because we're not going there, and because. It's really hard, and there's no way you would have gotten this one, but I like it so much that this is the example. And you guys can write this down, obviously. It's going to be a little easier if you write it all down. Mm -hmm. So the example is, I would give you guys the clue unfitting, and then you guys would come up with its opposite, which is apropos. This is why why I'm using this as the example. (laughs) The rest are a lot easier. And so... If you guys were, if I were to say unfitting, you guys would say, oh, well, obviously the opposite of that is apropos. Sapporo. We would go be going to Sapporo. Exactly. Okay. In Japan. Where's right. the S? At the, the Apropos is A-P-R-O-P-O-S. That's why I'm not, that's why, again, okay. the rest of these are much wow. easier than that. Don't worry. Okay. Yes. Smoke is coming I, out my ears. <laughs> I tried really hard to come up with, like, what would the, <laughs> the opposite of apropos be? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Here we go. Let's do this. All right. Okay. Your first clue. Everybody, just go ahead and write this down. And okay. um, just try to be the first person to figure it out, basically. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Yes. You know, don't, don't, if you want to talk it through for yourself, that's fine, but that might give other people clues, all right? <laughs> it's a two step process. Okay, here we go. Maybe you'll even get it right away. So the first clue less. Just say it. Rome. 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 Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought we had to like like raise our hands yeah, and you would fall on our hands. No, the first person, first person <laughs> yeah. to think of it said, yes. Okay, okay. Less its opposite Rome. is more anagrams to Rome. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you, you This uh this next one is a city in America. Different. Oh. Uh, oh. uh Karen. Ames. Ames. A-M-E-S. Or Mesa. Or Mesa, Arizona, or Ames, Iowa. Both totally accurate and both excellent destinations. Yeah. You can, you can buzz in. Just buzz in. Singles. The answer to this will be five letters long. Singles. Think of, uh, playing cards. Faces? If I had, uh, one single playing card or if I had. Oh, <laughs> See, no, not the opposite of us single. Okay, the opposite of the word singles. singles. In playing cards. If I had two playing cards. Oh. Oh. Okay. Pairs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh. Dana? Paris. Oh, Paris. Paris. Okay, pairs. A five-letter word meaning the opposite. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Well, this one you should get. Adulterated. I was like, unadulterated. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> this one is a four-letter answer. Peru. Peru. Yeah. Peru, yes. Adulterated, pure. the opposite is pure. Anagrams to Peru. There we go. You're doing very well. Um, you should get this one pretty fast. Let's see who gets it first. Okay. Friend. Dana. Yemen. Yemen. Oh. The opposite of friend is enemy. I was, oh. I was like, Yemen. rival. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's good. Of course. Uh, this next one is also a country. <clears throat> Pleasures. 
Oh. Spain. Wow, yeah. Colin. Yeah. Right on the top of it. Spain's. Spain's. Yep. Yeah. It's Arms 2. Spain. Here yeah. we go. Here's one. Digital. Oh. <laughs> Call it. Oh, no, I, I think, think Dana, Dana, Dana. Dana. Thank you. Angola. Angola. Yeah. Oh, wow. I saw Colin's hand moving. I heard oh. Okay. Yes, Angola, digital. Uh, the opposite analog. is analog. Angola. And your final. Um, is good. This is, this is going to be, this might be a little tricky as well, but again, I'll, I'll push you towards the, the right uh, word here. Unordered. A six-letter word meaning in order, or a six-letter word meaning an ordered sequence of something. Unordered, mm-hmm. so it is ordered. Yes. Straight. So, oh, sorted. There's no S in Detroit. <laughs> when they when they used to break up a movie into several parts, they call it this. I mean, you'd you'd go one week to see a part of a movie, and then you'd go oh, the next oh, week to see oh, a part of it. Oh, oh, I got oh, Israel. Israel. Yes. Serial. Yes. Serial. Yes. Serial. Yeah. Ordered mm. anagrams to Woo. Israel. Wow. Good job. Fun, right? Good job. You thought yeah. of these. I these thought, are these, I, these I came out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started looking at country anagrams, and they they were just um, kind of easy. Well, there easy. there were only a few of them, and then I realized that a lot of them, you know, like you know, more and friend and things like that, you know, could be clued in different ways. Very good. Mm-hmm. That was, that was good. Fun. Glad you liked it. Yeah. yeah. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, and we have one last segment. Colin, what you got? Well, I definitely have uh, airports and air travel and air tourism on the mind. I kind of fell down a uh, airport airplane wiki hole doing mm. some research for the show. Oh, there's good all air hole. So much <laughs> hell into the air hole. Uh, there's so much good, just fun trivia and anecdotes about the early days of air travel. And I, I mean, I've talked about it on the show before. It just fascinates me for some reason. Like, I mean, the whole endeavor is like is like really less than a hundred years old. You know, I mean, like a fly in the sky just for like tourism and travel. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, like a hundred years ago, if you wanted to take a serious trip, you were going. On a ship or taking a train, um, so it's a very kind of modern thing. Um, Chris, you know, you talked before about the the Wright brothers on the show yeah. who were doing all their famous flights in the, the early 1900s. Uh, do you know what they called their invention? The flying machine. They did. Yeah. They called it the flying Not machine. Not the airplane. They very pointedly never called it an airplane mm-hmm. because to them the word had the word existed, but oh. to them at oh. the time an airplane had a very specific meaning, which was just the wing. The wing oh. was the airplane, and you would attach it to a flying machine. <laughs> to yeah, other inventors called it the aerodrome. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. or you know just aerial ship. Which, you know, kind of makes me think of a blimp today, but they were still settling on the word. Eventually, kind of settled on airplane for meaning the whole thing. Airlines, as a term, uh, didn't come into play until 1914. The first airlines, they weren't passenger airlines. The first airlines were... Cargo? Cargo and mail. Almost, a, yeah, I mean, um, like, there were a lot of air services, air mail was a thing, but it was, it was dangerous. Like, air travel was not something, oh, we're gonna go on vacation, we're going on a plane. I mean, there was, it was deadly. Like, ships, much, much safer. Trains, mm-hmm. a lot slower, much, much safer. <laughs> not ready for prime time. 
If only there were some heroic, galvanizing figure to sell Americans and the world on the idea of air travel. And that is, of course... Don Draper. (laughs) (laughs) Don Draper sells everything. Before Don Draper, of course, was Charles Lindbergh. Yes. Uh, of the Lindy Hop guy? The, yes. Oh. After whom the Lindy Hop is named. Uh, yeah. Famously did his solo flight across the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Was probably about the biggest celebrity in the world yeah. at that time that it happened. I mean, just such a big deal. I, I read I read one source said that when he came back to New York, there was more ticker tape generated in his parade than for the soldiers returning home from World War One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, Lindy, Lindy was the Man. Again, Chris, I will uh, tip my cap to you. I think you mentioned that, you know, when Ripley wrote his column at one point, kind of snidely pointing out, well, he wasn't the first person to cross the Atlantic because he wasn't. You know, dozens of people had done it in airships and right, things right, like right. that. He was solo yes. and succeeded. Mm-hmm. And to put it in context, there were there were at least uh, six people who died, you know, in the months and years leading up to his successful attempt mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing, solo, the solo Atlantic flight. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just some flight of fancy, as it were. Uh, it was it was harrowing and it's a dangerous a thing. Right, yeah. How does this lead into airplanes as tourism? So uh, despite being a huge public figure, doing like stunt flights is only going to take you so far, you know, and Charles Lindbergh was a smart guy and basically realized, all right, well, if I'm going to go into business, probably stay in the arena of airplanes. Just like if you're Michael Jordan, you stay in the arena of basketball. It just makes sense. Which he did not. Right. Because he unknowingly, well, or maybe knowingly became the brand ambassador. He really did. For flight. He really did. He really did. Mm -hmm. And again, passenger airlines at the time, it was just not a big thing. But within a couple years after, after his flight is when it really started to take off in earnest. And he, he himself, he helped found transcontinental air transport, TAT, Uh uh, which most most people consider to be the first true like passenger airline for passenger tourism, mm-hmm. passenger travel, dedicated to this. It's not just, you know, sticking you in the back of a mail flight. Which he, they would do. Which they would yeah, do. Yeah. And it makes sense, you know, it's mm-hmm. a big business and of course his name can help sell it, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. And in fact, it became known as the Lindbergh line. It was just kind of commonly huh. it was TAT, but oh the Lindbergh line, sure, yeah, I'll fly uh-huh. the one with Charles Lindbergh associated with it. <laughs> they had the first long distance passenger service across America. Um, which meant that they also came up with a lot of, you know, things that to me at least seem fairly modern. Um, l- like, you know, lavatories on the plane. Makes yeah. sense. You're going to need that. Yeah. You're going to need a bathroom on a plane, right. but a right. mail right. flight isn't going to have that if you're an airmail pilot. It's mm-hmm. saving space. How do you, you, you in go a bottle. before you get on? Yeah. yeah. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. Or in oh, a bottle. All right. Toss yeah. that over a cornfield. They had flight attendants. You know, again, this is so founded in 1929 and into the early 30s. Flight attendants, they were all men originally. Okay. Um, they had in-flight movies. Like in, what? Yeah, in-flight Wait, movies, huh? like in the early 30s even. And you would have a projector and you just yeah. you, you would bolt it down really securely and roll the screen down. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal that they didn't have parachutes on the plane, mm-hmm. you know, for the passengers. It was uh, really like an issue they had to get over of like, no, trust us. You're not going to need a parachute. It's safe. Right. right. So like, you know, as I researched this a little bit more, like I had the idea of like, oh, this is great. Like, even though it was slow, you know, I mean, these planes flew like 100 miles an hour. It wasn't, uh-huh. you know, five or 600 miles an hour. I had the idea that, okay, you could fly from New York to California. Great. Might take a while. But no, you couldn't. Like, the earliest planes, they weren't powerful enough to fly up and over the big mountain ranges. 
They could fly for a distance if they had enough gas, but they had to fly low and slow. So these early trips, so like if you were coming from, say, New York to Los Angeles, you would you would get on a train at Penn Station Mm -hmm. in Manhattan. Uh So you start your airplane trip (laughs) by train. 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 (laughs) Exactly, exactly. You get on a train at Penn Station. You go to Columbus, Ohio, to get past the Alleghenies, sure, and then you would get on the plane in Columbus. Mm -hmm. So you would fly from Columbus. Uh, again, remind you, this is they're making stops along the way, too. So you fly the plane from Columbus out to Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, you get off the plane, get on another train to go past the Rockies. Again, mountains, planes okay. couldn't fly over it. Take the train over the Rockies to New Mexico. Then you get on another plane that would take you from New Mexico into Los Angeles. Wow. Yes. How long did that take? Do you um... 48 hours from oh. New York to Los Angeles. Again, next time the pilot tells you he has to circle for 15 minutes before Don't landing. Don't complain. Right. right. You did not have to ride a train, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, otherwise you were taking the train the whole way. And to put it in context, if you were to take that, that same trip on train yeah. would have taken you 72 hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're still, hey, two days, but I'm shaving off 24 hours off that yeah. trip. Right. Um, this was a big deal. There was a lot of, you know, bother um, associated with getting on and off the plane. So in addition to the thrill of riding all the way out, uh, every passenger on these early flights was given a solid gold Tiffany's pen. What? <laughs> the, okay. the cost of a ticket was over $350. You know, again, this is 1929, early Money. 30s. That's... That that you know, I, I I still try and beat that price today if I'm looking for a flight from New York to Los Angeles. Right, right, yeah. 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 So it was it was a much more of an adventure than it was today, and of course mm-hmm. the rest is history it for was, air travel. It's like going on Virgin Galactic, yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 Again, as you say, like I'm mad now when it's like, ah, oh, fifteen minutes delay, I've been on this plane for six hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Count your lucky stars, it doesn't take you could two be worse. two days. It could be two could days. It could be worse. And that is our show. Thank you guys for joining me and thank you guys listeners for listening in. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about anagrams, about space tourism, about islands, about airport codes and airplanes. You can find our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And thanks to our sponsor, warbyparker.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and more time actually watching and playing what you want with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts.